We are so honored that you would take the time out of your week to listen to this week's message. We pray that you find it helpful and life-giving. If you would like more information on Hope Church, you can check us out at www.hopedelmarva.com. That's D-E-L-M-A-R-V-A.com. Thanks for listening. I'm excited to share with you this morning. First of all, thank you so much for taking time to be with us here this week. You could have chosen to be anywhere else, but you chose to come here, and I'm so glad. I'm so glad. It brings me so much joy to be with you every week. I'm literally in our house. Um, We take a break on Saturdays. Um, We call it Sabbath. It's an old word, but we take a break and we get ready for Sunday because literally we can't sleep because we're so excited about getting here to be with you. Uh, So thank you for honoring us with your time. I love this series that we're in. I'm still not okay because here at Hope Church, it's okay to not be okay. Uh, We uh, value honesty. We value vulnerability here at our church. Um, and, And it's okay to say things are not okay. I like history. I'm a history buff. Obviously, I like biblical history. It's pretty cool. But um, one of the things I found fascinating is that somebody declared a year the worst year ever. And I was like, do what now? Because I just lived through 2020, and I don't know if it could be the worst year ever. But in the year 535, a colossal volcanic eruption caused what Ann Gibbons, who is a science person, uh, called the year 536, the next year, the worst year to be alive. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, I got to figure out what this is all about because I'm telling you stuff was rough last year. So how could it be worse? Well, Ann Gibbon writes in her article in Science Magazine, a mysterious fog plunged Europe, the Middle East, and parts of Asia um, into darkness. Day and night for 18 months, guys. For the sun gave forth its light without brightness, like the moon during the whole year, wrote a Byzantine historian. And temperatures in the summer of 536 fell to 34.7 degrees to 36.5 degrees Fahrenheit. Do you catch the weight of that? Initiating the coldest decade in the past 2,300 years, snow fell in the summer in China, crops failed, people starved, the Irish Chronicles record a failure of bread from the years 536 to 539. Then, in 541, the bubonic plague struck the Roman port of Pelusium, and then, uh, that's in Egypt, and then what came to be called the Plague of Justinian spread, like, rapidly, wiping out one-third to one-half of the population of the Eastern Roman Empire and hastening its collapse. That is bad. That might just be the worst year to be alive. Uh, We talked last week in very real ways how 2020 was a dumpster fire of a year, okay? And 2021 isn't looking much better for a lot of us, right? Um, and, And it can feel like we're going from one crisis to the next crisis. And most of us, honestly, have had to tap into our survival skills. There is literally a a nervous system that we tap into when we have panic and problems. And a lot of us have had to tap into that just to survive, just to get through things. Um, Like 536, uh, the worst year ever, our crisis of 2020 feels like it's just dragging on and on and on. 
And it still feels like we're going nowhere near the place of being okay sometimes. The good news for us is that before Jesus ever came to the earth, there was a plan for peace like no other. There was a plan. Jesus had a plan, a good plan. But I want to give you some truth in context today because I believe there's value in context. Um, So we're going to talk about in the beginning. Now, don't worry. I'm not going to go and read you the whole book of Genesis, okay? We're just going to start with a little verse so that we can understand what God's doing. Genesis 1-2 says, Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Now, it's interesting, and again, I'm going to give you a little Hebrew uh, this week, because again, I'm a nerd. We talked about this. Um, The spirit hovering and creating in that passage is ruach. Ruach, yes, I literally just loogied for you. Um, That is the root word uh, from the word breath or to blow. Um, It even has the context of to smell and perceive, like it's... It's that thing that's underneath, that's the breath that you can kind of smell that it's there, but it's there. That's what the Hebrew word means. It it literally is this whole thing. And so in the beginning, the Spirit of God created in peace. There was a peace and it created. Don't let people lie to you. There was peace in creation. As a matter of fact, creation is the result of God's peace and his power on display. It is his peace and his power. And this peace was enjoyed by our first parents. Our first parents, Adam and Eve. So the founding father of uh, Wesleyanism, and we're a Wesleyan church, John Wesley wrote this about the fall. And I thought it was really good. Remember, he's a little old Englishy, so bear with the quote. Our first parents did enjoy the presence of the Holy Spirit. For they were created in the image and the likeness of God, which was no other than his spirit. But when man would not be guided by the spirit, the Holy Spirit, it left him. It left him because he left it. And we all do it. We all leave it. We all sin and we all leave the spirit of God. We dishonor God. Very early on, we dishonor our parents. We lie about someone else to get what we want. We kill with our hatred. We take someone to bed with a look. We quit going to church. We steal the cookie. If you were here last week, we steal the cookie. In case you didn't know, That's the Ten Commandments. We all do it. We all make the choice. And the truth of the matter is that this all boils down to two words. Sin separates. Sin separates. It separated our first parents. And it separated me. And it separated you. And it separated us from the breath of God and from the peace of God. All believers are in need of a redeemer, somebody who can buy them back, somebody who can take them back to 
the peace of God, and all people are in need of a redeemer that saves with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. If it was the breath of God that gave us peace in the beginning, it will be the breath of God that restores us to peace now. If it was in the beginning, it's now. The truth of God does not change, for God is not a man that he should lie. Now listen, we can allow sin and its effects in our world, um, like the chaos of disease and pain and suffering. We can allow it, if we let it, to drive us away from God. Or there is an alternative. The good news is that there is an alternative. And we're going to look at that today in John chapter 14, verse 25. Now, Jesus is speaking here to the disciples. And um, we have these words recorded in the New Testament. I'll be reading from the NIV. We're going to talk about the Bible um, next week in our series called Dwell. Um, but the NIV is the New International Version. It's what I choose to speak from. Sometimes I use an NLT. We're going to talk more in detail about what that means in our series. But this is what Jesus spoke to the disciples, and it's what he's speaking to us now because the Word of God is alive, still alive. So it says, all this I have spoken to you while I was still with you. He had a plan from the beginning. He had a plan from the beginning. Last week, we saw Jesus' struggle in the Garden of Gethsemane. Last week, we saw him being pressed and struggling and having anxiety and fear. And there was panic and he was scared. But these verses that we just read, this verse that we're going to cover, happens before the struggle. It was before the struggle. Jesus was preparing the disciples for something more. Something more. Verse 26 says, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. The Advocate. An Advocate in this Greek means somebody who's going to plead your case. It's literally a lawyer. If you're British, it's a barrister. Um, it's, it's the person who will go to bat for you when you done did wrong, and you know you done did wrong, but you need some help. Okay? That's what's going to happen with the advocate. Now, the second part of this, he says, the advocate, but he clarifies, Jesus does, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Ghost. So he says, the advocate who is the Holy Spirit. Clarity, right? Uh, the Greek here is hagios for holy and pneuma. Pneuma. And that is breath. The holy breath. Sometimes understanding the original language is helpful to me because it has such a beauty and an understanding that I don't always grasp in our English language. I love it. The holy breath will teach you all things and remind you of everything I said to you. Here's an interesting thing. When you study God's word and when you begin to hide it in your heart, the Holy Spirit is then able to activate it in your life and bring it to your brain 
when you are in trouble, when you need help, when you are lost, when you're hurting, he will remind you of everything that Jesus said and everything he did. Next week, we're going to talk about dwell and the importance of knowing God's word in your life. Because God's word is a foundation that can't be shaken. So peace I leave with you, Jesus continues. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. So do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. If you're taking notes today because note takers are world changers, I want you to underline that verse. I want you to highlight it. I want you to memorize it, put it in your phone, um, tattoo it on your arm. I don't care because this verse will help you so much in your life. It has power because there's a connection here between God's breath, his spirit, and his creation of peace in us. There is a connection. Verse 28, he says, You heard me say, I'm going away, and I am coming back. If you love me, you would be glad that I'm going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. Here's the bummer. Jesus had to die. He had to die, and it was necessary. John 16, 7 uh, says this. Jesus said, but very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Because unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him. Y'all, I'm about ready to get excited, okay? The resurrection is the promise that recreation and new life and rebirth is possible. Growth is possible. Holiness is possible. Now listen, I know holiness is not everybody's favorite word in the world, but guess what? The bad, there are some people who have told you that holiness is not possible. But because of the Holy Spirit, holiness is possible. We're going to look at that in just a minute. So the Holy Spirit is the fulfillment. Jesus comes back to us when we receive his breath. He said, I'm going away, but I'm coming back. He also said to the disciples, you're going to run around looking here and there. People are going to say, here I am, there I am. No. He said, my peace I leave with you. My spirit is with you. I am with you. Jesus comes back to us when we receive his breath. His spirit of peace rests with us. John Wesley said, the Lord is that spirit. That spirit. Psalm 104.3 says, when you give them your breath, life is created and you renew the face of the earth. That's one of my favorite prayers. Come Holy Spirit and let me be recreated and you will renew the face of the earth. How amazing is that promise? That not only am I renewed, the promise is that the Holy Spirit will renew the face of the earth and everybody who says yes and everybody who comes will be renewed. I don't know about you, but I like new, new cars but I'll take a renewed car, okay? You give me a renewed Tesla, all right. 
All right, you give me a renewed iPod, okay, I'm gonna take it. We will refurbish, we will buy refurbish anything because you know what? Renew is good, especially when it's God's renew. When we say yes to Jesus, we open our hearts to receive new breath in our lungs, new songs in our hearts, the Father's breath, and we are recreated. I love it. It's amazing. He's done it for me, and I get a little excited about it. Um, verse 29, I have told you now before it happens so that you will believe. Belief is Jesus' plan. Faith. Jesus prepared the disciples for faith. He prepares us for faith. That's what the, the word of God does for us. The word of God is like a plow. And it goes into the earth. And it breaks up what was hard and clay. I'm a gardener. I've been trying to do some things in my garden. I find my rest, my Sabbath, my rest in the garden. And, and when I was working this week, I had to put in a bush and there was a big hunk of clay. And let me tell you, I had to bust that thing up with my shovel. I was not happy with that clay. But the plow goes into the earth. The word of God goes into your life and it prepares for your faith in Jesus. That's what it's to do. That's why the Bible matters. That's why knowing what Jesus said and did for yourself is important. You need to know the word of God for yourself. Because, I'm going to get into that in a minute. Mm -mm -mm. Verse 30. He says, I will not say much more to you, for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me. No hold. But he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. And what is it that the Father commanded him to do? To die so that we might have life. So if you're a note taker today, we're going to take some notes. You get to write down a couple simple words. First is bad news. The bad news today is that there is an enemy. He's the accuser. He is the accuser. And bet, bet he hates you. And bet he hates me. And bet he hates Hope Church. And he can keep hating it. I don't even care. Because I have an advocate. I have the Father who sent me Jesus and sent me the Holy Spirit. I'm going to get ahead of myself. Listen, in 1 Peter 5.8, Peter gave this super firm warning about the enemy. He said, be sober-minded, be vigilant, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like, like a roaring lion. Like, seeking someone to devour. But he's like, he's not my roaring lion. My roaring lion is the advocate, the Holy Spirit. He's just trying to run around like the lion, but he ain't the lion. Because I know the lion of the tribe of Judah. I know the lion, okay? So listen, we are all guilty. That's the bad news. We all fall down. We all let the enemy get away with us sometimes. We all let the enemy get into our hearts and minds sometimes. We all fall down. 
We all fall down. We all. Okay, that's the old song. If you know what that is, you know. If you know, you know. All right, so y'all ready for some good news? I'm ready for some good news. Jesus provided our peace. Jesus provided our peace, and the promise was before the pain. Jesus' promise was before the pain. Jesus prepared the disciples for what was next. Jesus prepared the disciples and us for suffering. He promised peace that surpasses all understanding. Can I tell y'all a real quick story? I have a friend um, who was at uh, United Church. His name was Coleman. And, and he passed away. And when he passed his way, his parents were there. And when we at his funeral, his parents, uh, our pastor shared his parents' reaction when they found out that Coleman had passed away. His mom and his dad were there outside of Coleman's home. Um, and Coleman's dad just threw his hands up and he said, I can do nothing else but praise you, God. I can do nothing else but praise you, God. And they were heartbroken and they were sad to lose their son, but there is a peace. Because Coleman had a relationship with Jesus. Coleman was a theological nerd. He taught um, Kean, my son. He was his small group leader. He was amazing. And, and he had... His parents had such peace because Coleman had peace. Coleman had a peace that was surpassed all understanding. And the, that verse says that it will build a garrison, a fortress around your heart and mind. Like, it's protection against the accuser. Matthew 27, 50 says this. And this is where I get a little pumped up and excited. And it, which is kind of counterintuitive when you read the verse. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his what? His spirit. He gave it up. The enemy didn't take it. He couldn't get it because my Jesus gave it up. He gave it and listen, Jesus gave it up for you, and he gave it up for me, and Jesus paid the price. And you know what the Greek word is here? Pneuma. His breath. It's the same one that goes back to this passage in John, and it's the same one that links back to the breath of God in the beginning. It was the breath of God. Here's the good news. More good news. Good news is Jesus, but here's more good news. Peace and power are yours. Amen. They're yours. You get to be an Avenger. You get to swing like Spider-Man. You get to dip in like Black Panther. Come on, somebody. That dude can move like a ninja. You get to like do ninja moves like Black Widow. Come on. I'm a nerd. I told you. I warned you. You get to soar like Iron Man with those boots on. It's not a no, it's a whole outfit. I get it. I've seen them all. Remember COVID? I watched all the movies. Come on. Because Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit gives us holy confidence. You can have confidence in the promises of God. You can have confidence in where you're going because your past doesn't hold you back anymore. You can have confidence. In a few minutes, I'm going to give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. 
I'm just going to give you a heads up now. I'm going to ask you to raise your hands. I'm going to ask you to give a, a little, uh, a little uh, acknowledgement and prayer because we receive the Holy Spirit. The enemy has no hold over us. Because we receive his spirit, the enemy has no hold over you. He doesn't have to. Jesus said in John 16, I have told you these things so that in me you will have peace. The world in the what? World. Where do we live? The world. You will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. How did Jesus overcome the world, guys? Jesus came over the overcame the world by giving us his word and his spirit. When you receive Jesus Christ, you receive the spirit. It is the spirit that we need, and it is the spirit that Jesus provided. He gave it. He breathed his last, and he gave it. Listen, Jesus provided us freedom from sin and death and hell, hell on earth and hell in eternity. Eternal separation from God. That's what hell is. It is eternal separation from the goodness of God. I don't want that because I've tasted the goodness of God. And I've seen the goodness of God at work in my life. And I've seen it in the work in my children's life. And I've seen it in my husband's life. And I've seen it in my mom and dad's life. And I'm seeing it in my family all over's life. And I'm seeing it in his life and her life and their life and all these lives. And it is exciting. It's like watching fireworks for Jesus go off all around me. Y'all, I could just go on. But if you would like to open your life to Jesus this morning, I would like to lead you through a prayer. To open your heart to Jesus and receive peace regardless of your circumstances. Regardless of whether you're struggling financially. Regardless of whether your marriage is falling apart. Regardless of whether you feel peaceful or not. Right now. So with every head bowed and every eye closed for the sake of honoring those people who are going to pray this prayer and raise their hands, pray with me. If you're ready to receive Jesus, you can pray something like this in your spirit because he hears in your spirit. Jesus, I need you. I need that Holy Spirit. I need that spirit so I can be recreated, so I can have peace so I can have joy, so I can have passion and be renewed. Jesus, would you help me connect with you? Would you help me to feel that spirit? Would you help me to connect with your spirit? If that's you and you say yes this morning, you say yes to Jesus, would you slip your hand up for me? Because I want to pray with you over this week. If you did say yes to Jesus, um, we are a church, believe it or not. You guys can look at us. Not, we're done now. Um, if, you are, if you said yes, but you're a little shy, um, that's okay. You can click the QR code on the screen, or you can text, that's me, to 94000. Um, and we're not going to bug you. We just want to send you a text this week. That's it. No big deal. No big deal. We're not going to hound you. And if you don't want the text, you can just unsubscribe. It's not a problem. Now, if you're here and you're like, wow, that sounds really good. I want to reconnect. 
I followed God before. Maybe you connected with Pastor Kyle's story and you were like, yo, I've, I've, I've connected with that. I followed God and then I lost my way, but I want to reconnect with the God that they told me about before. I want to pray with you too. So we're going to pray and you can reconnect right now. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait to get home. And look, y'all don't even need me. If later this week you want to reconnect, you just reconnect. Just do it. Just do it. Nike. All right? So let's pray together real quick again. Father, I need to reconnect with you. Father, I've lost my way and I don't know what's right or wrong anymore. I need your Holy Spirit to tell me what's holy. (laughs) I need your goodness, God, in my life. I want to reconnect with you. If that's you, just slip your hand up for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. If that's you too, I want to hear about it. I want to hear you say, I'm back. If you told God right now, I'm back, um, text, I'm back to 94,000 or click that QR code because I want to connect with you. I want to know. I want to celebrate because, man, you just did something that's amazing. You just received the Holy Spirit new or for the first time. And that is powerful and fun and exciting, and it's worth a hand, because if you did that, um, the Holy Spirit is our peace, but if you're struggling with peace, and you need a little extra help, you need somebody to talk to, we have a care team that is ready to talk to you, um, and pray with you, Um, they have resources that you can connect to, Um, we have uh, Miss Robin out there, she is a counselor. She is a Christian counselor, certified Christian counselor, and she's available for you. And if you need further connection, she can help you through the week. Um, we love you, and we want to see you take your very next step. And if it's getting rid of some stuff in your life, because look, y'all, some of us have trauma. It's just real. If you need help with that, we want to be there to help you. So please make sure you go see um, our care team. We love that they're available for you to pray with you and love you through whatever you're going through. Uh, One thing that we can learn from the church in the past is that God's people persevered. See, Christians were around during 536. We didn't get wiped out. The plague of 1349 didn't wipe us out. The Spanish flu of 1918, that didn't wipe us out. They survived and spread the gospel. I'm here because they were there. And there's a whole bunch of other people that need to be here to know the Spirit, to feel the Spirit, to be near God. They survived and spread the gospel by caring for others, by showing love for God's people, by being tangible, real presence of Jesus Christ in their communities. And that's what we're called to do. I want to invite you, if you know somebody who's not okay, if you know somebody who needs a relationship with God, if you know somebody who needs peace, I can tell you that the one who gives them peace is here. And he'll be here because we're here. I want to invite you, if you know somebody who could benefit from a church family like this, please, please, please invite them next week. As you leave today, you're going to get um, a packet of cards that look like this. Um, There's five in a pack. If you know more than five people, grab a whole handful. 
These will be available every week during our series as well. It gives a little bit about what the series is about on the back, and it tells them where to show up. And they can even go stalk us on, on the interwebs. You can check us all out. Um, I love it because they can, they can plan their visit and, and send their kids, like pre-register their kids, and we can know they're coming and have gifts and love on them and give them extras and all kinds of stuff that we love to do. So please, please invite people back next week for our series, Dwell. Um, it's going to be so powerful, and we would love to have you there. I'm going to pray with you, um, and uh, you're going to hear from uh, our service host in just a sec. Father, thank you so much for your word. Let it go forth and let your spirit go over us. And would you help us to be recreated in Christ Jesus to do amazing things in this world? Because it might be trouble, but you've overcome. Thank you that you overcome so that I can overcome. I ask that you would be with us this week. Amen. We hope you found today's message both helpful and inspiring. Hope Church meets every Sunday at 10 a.m. in Seaford, Delaware at the Seaford Senior High School Auditorium. If you would like more information, you can find it at www.hopedelmarva.com. That's hope, D-E-L-M-A-R-V-A.com. Thanks for listening.